It's Wednesday that feels like a Monday and a Wednesday at the same time. Now, why do I say that? And why is my screen flickering? Well, I say that primarily because... Oh, we're going to have a loop again. i got to close this window. Is it working first? This Instagram stuff, they're getting it, but they're not getting it perfectly. Let's have a look. Come along for the ride and see if it's working. Maybe I can leave it open after all. All right. I'm just checking to make sure. Let's refresh. Oh, it looks like it's coming in hot. Take some volume down there. Uh, happy to be back in, in the office, sort of. I would have loved to have stayed in bed today. It's weird coming off a of vacation for a couple of weeks and then uh, two days at work, then off for four days. I'm getting, I'm getting spoiled. Yes, I'm getting spoiled by the fact that I, I, I've had a lot of time off. And it's been really nice to see family. I hope you've had a great time. I hope that you have had uh, a wonderful break. And for those that are at home with their kids, I'm sorry. <laughs> Actually, my kids are home right now. And uh, it's, it's the school break. So what's happening means we have a different change, a change in traffic, a little bit, a little bit of a bubble where, you know, priorities and, and, and patterns are different. So if you're out and about in the roads, you know, be aware that there might be kids. Now, normally I'd be saying that they could be slipping and falling in all the snow and ice, but it's really nice weather, or at least it was when I came in this morning, a little bit, a little bit spritzy, some water droplets and very foggy this morning. Uh, the, it, what's interesting, at least my observations of my on the way to work, I drove below the speed limit for a good portion of my trip because you couldn't see 20 feet in front of you. And you can only drive as fast as you can see because, oddly enough, you, you don't know how to respond to the changes ahead when you can't see them. So slowing down is a good thing. I, I went fairly slow. I was shocked at how many people passed me at speed. Uh, I, I get passed on a normal clear day when I'm doing the speed limit because there's a lot of people who choose to ignore the law. Uh, and that's what they choose to do. It's up to them. But... Today, when they couldn't see, what did they have sonar on their vehicles, radar? Like how, how are they navigating? That's what I want to know. Uh, let's get into some stuff and things. I have to mention that today is a VZ day. Uh, they're all VZ days. Vision Zero Enforcement Team are a group of dedicated officers who are trying to change the way drivers behave on the road. Most specifically, they are trying to find people engaged in the big four. That's right. Speeding, aggressive driving, distracted driving, impaired driving, all things that we know lead to serious injury and death on the roads. And we'd like it to stop. We'd like people to choose not to engage in that stuff. Make the roads safer. Because... We know that minor fender benders are going to happen, but the major stuff, the stuff that leads to serious injury and death, is totally preventable based on behavior. If you change the behavior, you change the outcome. So because so many people haven't gotten the hint, uh, we're out there every day looking for people, those bad actors. And where are they today? Officers are focused in 31 Division and 55 Division. Those are neighborhoods like Black Creek, Humbermead, Glenfield, Downsview, the beaches, Riverdale, Danforth, East York, neighborhoods where real people live, work, and play and deserve to be safe. We announce it every day on our uh, Twitter, our Instagram, and our Facebook pages. If you don't already follow us, please do. You can get links to all of those accounts by going to trafficcop.ca. Now, let's talk about how to engage, how to interact, how to ask questions, because it's, it's been going through some changes. 
not really. It's kind of, sort of, but we're experimenting here. Uh, right now, we're broadcasting on uh, TikTok, YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Kick, and the platform formerly known as Twitter, now known as X. And I was normally going through the routine of saying, if you're on Instagram, you're on a separate camera, a separate system, and we may not see you. But guess what? Now, although it's a cropped version of this picture, you can actually see us on Instagram, and we can see you too. It's real nice. We're down to one phone. I love it. Now, if you are uh, if you are coming through or want to catch us on Twitter, X, well, supposedly their AI or their their portal now lets us see your questions. So if you're currently watching on, actually, I should just test it myself. What a, why rely on someone else when you can just do it? Let's give it a quick try. Uh, I'm going to do a little search here for myself or from one account to the next. We're going to go to traffic services. It's live, so let's open live video. Hey, look at that. And I'm going to do a test. Testing. I'm really curious if it's going to come through. Hasn't yet. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. Uh, in any case, I see there's seven people currently watching. Uh, if you send messages, at least I can go back and say to the tech support people, it didn't work, but I really hope it does. I've tried all sorts of things restream. I've tried deleting and reinstalling, and apparently it's now supported. But, uh, you know, growing pains. So uh, it, it may be that I can't see your messages, and if you're not seeing uh, the chat, uh, if you don't see a response, if you, we don't respond to you, then just go to youtube.trafficop.ca and come over and subscribe to us on YouTube where you can follow and watch and engage and ask questions, and that's what we do. We, we, we're here to answer your traffic and police questions. Uh, I have it on good authority that the good sergeant, Murray Campbell, will be joining us at some point this morning. Uh, so he will, he will join us, at which point we'll do weird things. I say weird. For those that are watching on Instagram, you're going to be looking at the back wall because I move over, and then suddenly you, you, you can't see us. But you can hear us uh, if you want to see the full widescreen image uh, then please jump over to youtube.trafficop.ca or whatever platform you'd like to watch us on other than the one that is Instagram or, yeah. Moving along, if you're uh, looking behind me, you might notice the Monopoly game. That is the Toronto edition Monopoly or Monopoly Toronto edition. Any way you call it, it's cool. And if you'd like to buy yours, you can by going to a number of places. But go to, is it Toronto? Oh, no, come on. Well, actually, no, go to trafficcop.ca. I have links to it there, trafficcop.ca, if you'd like to buy a copy of that. Supports, it's uh, production cops and kids. Very cool. All right, let's get into some questions about stuff and things. Uh, intros and hellos first. We've got uh, Zombie, good morning. Happy Wednesday to you, too. Uh, we've got CJ Wolf from TikTok. And I should say that Zombie's watching on Twitch. Uh, CJ's on TikTok. Do you know what the 85th percentile is? If you're making a, I don't know what you're referring to, so no. Uh, I don't know what we're talking about. It's a, it's a pretty, like, let's, let's look it up. Let's look up and see if there's a, a meme that comes back. Because to say that there's an 85th percentile, uh, could be referencing so many different things. Oh, for speed. Okay. Uh, let's see here. I've heard many people reference it, uh, but what's your point? Greetings from Michael. Basharat Ali says, have a nice morning. Uh, oh, sorry. Have a nice remaining December and best of luck for New Year's. New Year's is fast approaching. Uh, any major 
plans for New Year's? Are you going to go out and party? Are you going to stay home and watch the ball drop? Uh, are you, uh, what are you doing? I want to know. Let us know. Randy McNaught has messages of good morning. I hope you and your family had a quiet and safe Christmas. We did. Uh, it was it was very chill at home. Uh, we finally have gone through the advent calendars. They're done. And I, I had a, Reese, a Reese, Reese's peanut butter advent calendar. That's the one I chose. Yummy. AJ the Awesome. And by the way, Randy, I hope you had a great one too. Uh, AJ the Awesome, over my data limit, but worth the overcharge to watch. Good morning, Sean. AJ, I really, you know what? Uh, what you need to do is watch us in, in not live, but on the replay. It says replay on screen because you can get us on Spotify uh, as well as the, uh, well, YouTube. If you subscribe, you can download, but you can get us on uh, the replay on Spotify and uh, where I just uploaded actually the 22nd. We're a little behind. Uh, and then you can watch us on or listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, whatever podcast. I think we're on just about everything. In any case, we are honored that you are burning data to watch us. Maybe you can turn down the uh, the, uh, the video quality so it doesn't use up all your data or charge you. Too, well, you've used it up, so it doesn't overcharge you by too much. Data is not cheap unless you're in the right place. There are places where it's cheap and places where it's not. I will tell you that data... Although I had unlimited data while I was away traveling, um, I had slow data. I, I really do appreciate the speed and, and, and uh, consistency of our data providers. I don't like the price of our data, but I do like the speed. It's things, things you, you can, you know, question. And on the islands, I couldn't get any data. I, I, I had nothing. So I had to, l- luckily I synchronized content so I could watch Chips episodes on the beach. And yes, I did do that. And in stores, while people were in change rooms, I was watching while waiting for everybody to try things on. And then I paid for stuff. It was great. Uh, Kayla Draconis, greetings and salutations. It's good to see you. Uh, let's see here. We Oh, we got, okay, so we got follow-up from Basharat Ali, who says, have a wonderful December and best of luck for New Year's Sir Sean. I got promoted. Knighted even. Uh, from, the, from the traffic police, Punjab, Pakistan. My friend's request... So you're still waiting to accept. Oh, um, where did you add me? Uh, what platform did you add me on? Facebook? I will go look for you. Uh, very cool. I, I did follow a new TikTok channel, which I'm guessing you're behind. So very cool. Ryan Dow wants to know, have you ever observed a coworker break the law or abuse his authority? How did you respond? Uh, Ryan's got a, a, a bone to pick with, uh, with uh, people. <laughs> Listen, nobody likes people who breaks the law. Breaks the law? Police officers don't like cops who break the law. So if we see it, uh, we obviously say something about it. So have I ever seen anybody do anything that was wrong? Uh, Nothing that comes to mind. Like anything criminal, I've seen people end up with charges against them. I've seen people investigated. We all, well, now everyone wears body cameras. Uh, But I've had issues where somebody's done something that was beyond what was acceptable and you report it to a supervisor. That's what you do as a PC. Uh, or you can confront the person too, but chances are you're better off going to a supervisor. So have I done that? Um, yeah, yeah, I have. How did you respond? That's how I responded. Okay, uh, let's see here. Almost the new year. Hope you do is what is this? Hope to do many more VOC meetups. I really hope we can organize that uh, this year. Coming no next year. We're looking at the auto show. Auto show is going to happen. That's exciting. So if you're planning on spending two weeks with me in the auto show, we'll be live streaming from there. At least that's the plan. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to that. That's February. Okay. 
H.J. the Awesome says, says, wait, there's a police bear. I just noticed. I don't see it. He retired. Where'd he go? I think somebody borrowed him. Who borrowed him? I forgot. Oh, that's terrible. I have to track him down. We have to, we have to figure out where he's gone. Uh, John Kern says, hope you had a great Christmas. I did. And uh, now I'm looking for a great New Year's. Hope you had a good one, too. And uh, good things to come. Uh, Paul... Kleimenhag? I don't know how to, Kleimenhage? I don't know how to pronounce your name, sir. Uh, welcome home, Sean. Glad you had a great break. I don't know how to, I really want to know, can you give me phonetics? I want to know how to pronounce your name. Because, now I'm curious. Ryan, oh, we're going for all the names I can't pronounce. Pucciarelli? I think it's, okay, wait, we'll get, we'll get Sergeant Campbell's pronunciation of, of names. He's coming in, so we'll start him with the tough stuff. Uh, is the Toronto police lenient on low traffic violations? Is there more warnings or tickets? Aha. Uh-huh. So the answer to your question is, are we lenient? There are questions. Uh, I would say that it's a very individual officer question. I would say that uh, at one point in time, I was about 50-50 when I was brand new, and I, I went to like like 90-10 as I, as I got more and more frustrated by people who were people who had warnings, but were continuing to do the stuff they were warned about. Hi, Sean. How are you? How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. I, uh, I have to agree with you. The whole idea of being out there is to stop the bad behavior. If you can do that in any other way than another ticket, then great. But sometimes that a ticket needs to be written so that a record is created of it, so that it's a deterrent. And really, in the long run, it does save people. There's warnings, which are like, hey, don't do that again. You should learn. And that's just a verbal. And then there's actual electronic warnings. And those warnings uh, are very much a, uh, a documented process that goes into our system and is seen by other officers. And I, can, I, I had tons of people that I'd pull over and I would read all of the uh, evidence left behind in the notes of the previous warning. They, yeah. didn't, they didn't get them. Mind and you know what? If you get a warning, you're not getting a second one. Well, that's, that's for yeah. sure. There is stuff where I used it where I, okay, I got someone for speeding, uh, gave them the ticket for speeding because obviously speeding's dangerous. And we're not talking two kilometers over. I wouldn't pull someone over for that. But if they're speeding such in such a manner that I would pull them over and then they happen to have a bunch of other things that were minor, maybe they got warnings for, for getting their driver's license at home or having a, a, a license plate cover uh, where I could still read, but I could still read it. But oh it my was, goodness, no. Not a tinted one, just one of those ones yeah. that goes around from the dealer. So I would give a warning for that. That way it's documented. You get a chance. Instead of a fix-it ticket, that's a, you get, this I've told you, now you know, deal with it. But you're still getting your speeding ticket. That's, that's the way I play. By the way, how do you pronounce Ryan's last name? Pucciarelli? Pucciarelli or Pucciarelli? Pucciarelli. Yeah, Pucciarelli. Ryan, please let us know. <laughs> and then we have, oh, okay, He Paul gave us the Kleimenheg. No, it's definitely not Kleimenheg. No, it's this Pucciarelli. is Kleimenheg. I asked Paul what his pronunciation is, Kleimenheg. <laughs> okay, because I needed to know. I didn't know if it was Kleimenheg or Kleimenheg or anyway, Kleimenheg. Thank you for the, I like the phonetics, it helps. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, we got a bunch of stuff that popped in. So this is 2015 Subaru XSTI. I'm sure you have a very quiet exhaust. Good morning, Sean. What is the thing with wide rims on trucks? Is this thing? Is it the thing? So uh, wide rims with wide tires? There's a reason. Well, their wide tires need wide rims. However, if we're talking about oversized tires that protrude beyond the fender or fender flare, that's a problem. 
or wide rims, undersized tires. Yes, that's also a problem. That's I, not usually a truck thing. That's usually a stanced, uh, you know, low and yeah. low and silly looking. Millions of dollars of R and D into a vehicle that's uh, that's designed to operate the way the designers meant it, and then people go and muck about and and change things. But if we're talking about oversized tires, I see it a lot with the Jeeps. A lot of people like to go off road, and they rig their vehicles up for off road, but they're no longer meant to be on road. And uh, you know, I think it looks awesome in some cases, it looks stupid in other cases. Really depends on the vehicle, but legally, got to cover those tires and got to have mud flaps. Yeah, you do. If you do it properly, then there's no problem with it. I I kind of like it. I'm bit of an off-road guy myself, so no problem. Do it properly, though. Yeah, and, and, and probably problematic. It's problematic that many of the people who do really cool mods don't realize that, that they're taking a vehicle and making it unsafe. And there's a lot of reasons why an oversized tire is not a good thing, aside from the rooster tails and, and throwing up uh, guck on the vehicle behind, possibly chipping windows. There's also this thing called pedestrians, these, these things, they, they people things, uh, humans. Yeah, and when you drive past them and, and make contact, when you have tires that protrude, you tend to you know, grab them and hurt them. It's really... It, As opposed to bumping them off? Yeah. Get sucked it, in and run over and... There's a lot of bad things that happen. Uh, we'd like to keep people safe, so... You know, it's that. Uh, oh, AJ Awesome wants to know if we're coming to Comic-Con or Fan Expo in August. Uh, those are yet to be determined. However, Car Show is on the, on the docket. It looks like that's happening. We've been in talks. What about the motorcycle show? Are we going there? I don't know. We haven't talked about that. We talked about car stuff. We didn't talk about motorcycles. I'd like to go to the motorcycle show. Uh, let's see here. So Ryan Dow early asked about, have we ever seen a coworker do the wrong thing uh, break a law, that sort of thing. And what do we do about it? Um, yeah, I've gone to supervisors in the past. You are a supervisor, oddly enough. Uh, in Niagara, Donovan shot his coworker, what? Shot yeah, his coworker remember, Parker 10 times while on duty. There are some real bad apples wearing, well, I think to be fair, Ryan, there's some bad or people who are in general, in all walks of life, we're humans. So we have people who do the right thing and we have people on occasion who do the wrong thing, when they do the wrong thing, we hold them accountable. I got to tell you, there is nobody that hates a bad cop worse than all the good cops. I said something like that before you the room. Yep, absolutely. No time. No no time for those people. Yeah, and there's no... There's Shouldn't no be covered. Nope. There's, there's no cover-up. There's no desire to protect them. If they wear this uniform and make us look bad, I, I'm very proud of my uniform. I earned it, and I want to... Keep it nice. I want, I want to know that everyone who's wearing it is like-minded in the sense that we're here for the right reasons. And I have absolutely no problem holding people to account yeah. or calling them out on stuff and, and discipline if required, documentation if required. Yes. Yeah. And, I, and I was talking about pretty minor stuff, really, because I said, I, you know, take it to a supervisor because sometimes it, it doesn't make sense to go and confront. But if it's big stuff, you, you intervene. It's not just... Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Quote of the day. We'll flag that for later. Uh, Austinator Reed says, Hey buddy, how are you? My sister got into an accident, but she is okay. Uh, she got into a collision. Accidents don't happen. Collisions happen. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that. And I'm glad to hear that she's okay. Okay. Uh, woo. We got AJ Awesome says, and good morning, Sarge. Looking good as always. Why, thank you very much. And big Jeff Fresh late, but, uh, says good morning, sirs. Doing attendance now. Uh, let's see here. We've got Akela who says, so now you have the Buddy the Bear mystery. This is your detective exam. So Buddy went 
on a walkabout. I forgot. Somebody asked me to borrow them. I've forgotten who borrowed, buddy. Uh, oh, buddy's faint found. I, 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 I moved, I can, buddy. Yep, I can find buddy. He, we, the detective uh, passed the test. They returned <laughs> them over there. <laughs> He's behind my desk. Okay. It's needed solved, and there he is. We've solved him. And he's he's alive and kicking. It's good. Could have been worse. Well, he isn't really. <laughs> that would just be weird. Weird. But uh, mind you, if if that Ted was re- redone with Ooh. Buddy the Bear, I think we've got a movie a movie masterpiece in the making. Uh, let's see here. John Kern says, even though not at fault in collision in winter, how's no snow how's no snow tires worked into the collision? So. What do you mean? Are we saying you had a collision or are you suggesting that nobody's at fault? So the if way? the other driver didn't have snow tires on, are they more at fault because they wouldn't been, have been able to control better, stop mm. quicker? I don't think we take that into account. I think that's more of an insurance premium thing. I don't know. We, I mean, we would make a note of it saying t- maybe what tires they have, but I've never, I've never personally done a collision saying, I think they would have been done, they would have done better had they had snow tires. I agree. If, if they actually have ball tires. That's different. That's, Definitely something that would contribute to it. hundred percent. But if they, if they have tires that meet the definition, even though they're not snow tires or ice tires, mm-hmm. they still, if they're in all season, they're not as good. They definitely are not as good, but they meet the minimum requirements. So unless you're in Quebec and then you have to have snow Then tires. you're mandated. Yes. And then you get fined for not having them. How does it work if you're visiting? I guess the same thing as having one plate uh, you know, or versus two plates in Ontario. Well, you know what? I, we know what we do here. I don't know but what they do there. We, yeah, you never know. I did hear that uh, they were giving out tickets for uh, unvalidated license plates. Before, yes. Because they didn't realize that we had gotten rid of the validation. Some people left them on there and were receiving tickets. You pronounced Ryan's name properly. Wow. I'm impressed. I would have thought CC is, a, yeah, anyway, I got it wrong. There you An- go. Another one. <laughs> uh, I think if someone is driving and was driving fast and kills the passengers, the person driving should use, lose their license. A crash like this happened near me last night. Well, that's, that's terrible. Uh, any, any fatality, anything like that is, is tragic. Any major injuries is going to be tragic. And uh, if you're driving fast, then higher level of responsibility is put on you. Sure. We know that when you increase your speeds, you reduce your reaction time, things are appear, appearing faster. So you have less time to, to, deal with those changes up ahead. We also know that in, in poor weather, uh, those stopping distance, well, in general, stopping distances take longer or, or because you are going faster, you have more energy to, uh, to deal with. Objects in motion want to stay in motion unless acted upon by an equal and opposite force. And yeah. if that's a telephone pole, another car, a, a tree, the faster you go, the more force is needed. And that could, that force can be in your body, um, which is more likely to cause more harm. Michaela says hi. Hi. Emma M. Starr just went through her first ride check. And uh, the other day, I was sober but hella awkward and anxious. Any tips for a better time? Only tip I've got is to roll down tinted windows. Well, here's the deal. Definitely roll down tinted windows because that's how we deal with people. We talk to them through the open window. It's, it really helps to have a window that's open yep. and we can see you. Uh it, it pro- we're, we're actually not looking for tinted windows. It's not an enforcement routine. Uh, ride programs are specifically looking for impaired drivers. But yes, rolling down good. Uh, here's the thing. We're only looking for the people who are impaired. So if you're not impaired, we're really just there to say hello. But you know what? I kind of get it. I uh, I understand. I, I go to the States every once in a while. Mm-hmm. 
I don't bring anything I shouldn't bring. I don't do anything wrong, but you still get that little bit of a feeling. You're going up to the board of security. You're, you know, you still get that feeling. Ride check could be the same thing. Honest people get nervous. Those that are, that are, that are very frequently interacting with police are not nervous. Right. And maybe not being nervous is a telltale sign that maybe we should be looking harder. But the, if, if you're so calm and jovial that the, nothing, no big deal, uh, maybe you're putting on an act to cover things up. Truth is, just just be you. Just, you know, we, we get it. We understand that people are a little nervous. It's, it's all good. Um, what, what else can we say? Uh, yeah, we're, we're, our goal is to get you in and out as quickly as possible. Yep. And uh, Listen to the instructions, um, answer the questions, and you'll be on your way. And if you have to go through, sorry, a mandatory alcohol screaming, screening. Screaming, screaming, mandatory. No screaming, screening. Or if you're selected um, to provide a sample, or it's, an easy, it's an easy process. Or even be, be involved in a uh, roadside, uh, uh, what's it called? A sobriety test, field sobriety test. These things are, are again, they're not rocket science. And there are telltale signs when you are impaired and you will pass with flying colors if you are not. And that's it. But yes, there is mandatory alcohol screening. We can make a demand even if we don't think you have alcohol just because your number's up and we're doing random. So regardless of suspicion, you might be the fifth player on the price is right and it's your turn uh, and you'll pass because you have no alcohol in your system. So, Like my son says, dad, it's not rocket surgery. <laughs> uh, Ryan says we're too dismissive of the bad cops. It's a real problem. Ryan, I, I don't think it is a real problem. I mean, it's a problem when there is a bad cop, but I don't think it's a broad, overwhelming, I don't think there's a, a gazillion bad cops. I think there's a few bad actors. There are so many levels of people looking to find and stop the bad supervisors at the first line. Mm -hmm. We have our own internal professional standards. We have the external OIPRD. Um, we have, there's so many levels, there's so many levels of government that are looking at the police to make sure everybody's doing it right. It's the ones that are getting caught are good because they're getting caught. Well, it's good that they're getting caught. Yes. Uh, it's not to be dismissive. We're, 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 and if it sounded that way, I, I think you read it, read me wrong. If that's my whole thing is I don't see a lot of bad actors. I, I have not had the unfortunate, uh, situation to see bad cops in play, but we know that occasionally it happens. And those people are, are I, I think held to a, a much higher standard than the average person when they're convicted or when they're charged, they're, they're not having fun. Yep. And you know what, quite honestly, just because you don't like the way an officer spoke to you mm -hmm. or the result of what the officer did, doesn't mean it's wrong. Mm -hmm. Just because you're not having a good day and the officer caught you doing something incorrect, doesn't make it a bad officer. Um, maybe the way they went about it, you didn't like it, but it was still justified and done correctly. An awful lot of complaints are just that. Well, the officer talked to me in a way I didn't like. Okay. But it was a stressful situation and they were correct and the job was done properly. And yeah, and, and sometimes it, it's, especially with communication, which I know is a sticking point for a lot of people. He didn't show me the appropriate amount of respect. Maybe this was the appropriate way to get communication at the time because that person was acting in a certain way. They returned in the same sort of level. It's a bit, it's a spectrum. It is. Uh, Michael says, greetings, Sergeant Campbell. Hello, Michael. Uh, let's see here. Jacob says, I got plates taken for no muffler. Is that a thing? It's always been a no muffler ticket and I'm on my way. Ooh, so you're continuing to drive with no muffler and you just take your tickets and keep going. So an improper muffler or no muffler? 
I'm suggesting you, it's no muffler. If you modified your vehicle to take away your muffler, even though it's required, it's a part, piece of equipment that you've decided to take off, mm-hmm. I'd have your plates too. You're, uh, you're, you're just, especially if there's a history of you continuously doing it, that would be yeah. justification. No muffler would also probably mean no catalytic converter or no resonator. Env- environmental or uh, issues. EPA issues. Um, there's a whole bunch of things. So it would be the whole totality of all the evidence we gather to decide whether it's, it's pull the plates and have it towed away or not. And, uh, yeah, I can see that where that didn't make you happy, but we do look at the whole picture. So sorry that you're walking. Uh, you'll need to get your muffler installed before you can get recertified and apply for plates. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with an aftermarket muffler as long as it complies, as mm-hmm. long as it's not excessively loud. If you need a, a, you have a performance upgrade on your car, you have it tuned, whatever, there's nothing wrong with going an aftermarket muffler that is a little more open and a little free more- Free breathing. A little more free breathing. Taking it out completely? Bad. That's just- I, So having just gotten back from Florida uh, a week or so ago, I can't get over how many vehicles have no mufflers. We're just like, we're screaming over there. Um, not to mention the way people drove them, but th- th- there are there are different standards and- for all the things that I complain about here, I would lose my mind as an enforcement officer there. Mind you, I'd be very busy. But maybe uh, there's an awful lot of things down there that is not required and that's just normal. I don't know. I don't I, need a hood, don't need bumpers, don't need stuff like that down there. I well, know that for sure. It's the Wild West. Uh, let's see here. The weather was good, but doing 50 and a 25. This was for the, uh, uh, the unfortunate fatality in Ryan's uh, neighborhood. Okay, AJ Awesome has to go back to work. Take care, guys. Hope both of you and everyone in the audience has a wonderful day. Thanks, AJ. Thank you. Uh, oh, ooh. So it was 50 and a 25 with a tree, uh, into a tree with ejection. I think I know which collision we're talking about. Not good. I think so. I think I read about that one. I don't know which one that one is. Uh, Kayla says you passed the detective exam. And, and <laughs> you, uh, <laughs> Actually, I did. Yes, you did. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's see here. John wants to know, in a collision, do the cops need a warrant to access a car's black box? Depends. If it could hold evidence um, that is against you, or is it just to ensure that your vehicle is operating correctly? There's allowances within the Highway Traffic Act that we can do a test on vehicles, and you have to subject your your vehicle to, to safety tests. Your black box may be part of it. If you've disconnected your ABS system, if you've disconnected uh, key components that maybe contributed to it, but if we're uh, if we're getting evidence to lay a charge against you, yes, a warrant would be needed for the most part. So it depends. Ride check. Smile, say hi, and thank them for their service. Akil, I think that's probably good, really good advice. Uh, Ryan continues with his. Uh, your full. <laughs> You're full of crap. <laughs> Ride is an unconstitutional dragnet and police lay plenty of charges unrelated to driving under the influence. Um, I don't, well, I know that it is generally considered a violation of your, your, of your constitutional rights. However, the courts have determined that it's for the greater good and is protecting people because of the work being done for Ride. Yep. And you know what? If you choose to drive while having alcohol or drugs, I agree with the courts. It is maybe unconstitutional but it is for the greater goods. And only the, well, it slows everybody down, but only the people that are causing the problem are the ones getting caught. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, in terms of other people unrelated to driving under the influence, I, I don't know that to be accurate. Uh, it's possible that somebody says, I'm not stopping you for this. I'm stopping you for something else because they noticed you coming. That's different. So if they saw you up ahead and, and I don't know what the situation is, you had no headlights on, as an example. They said, I'm not stopping you for ride. I'm stopping you for your headlights. They, they could do that. Uh, that's different. Yep, absolutely. Okay. Uh, Michael says, Ryan is wrong. <laughs> Good Rosers. I love that. Michael says Rosers. Uh, like Campbell and Shapiro, hate bad cops more than anyone else. Absolutely. See? He knows Can't us. Can't stand them. He knows us. Uh, I don't know what these particular icons from Facebook from uh, Shafi are, so we'll skip them. But it looks like flowers and hearts and fun stuff like that. Uh, Malik Hines says, are municipal police allowed to pull over red license plates? And if so, what is the procedure? So these are those folks that have plates that have diplomatic status with their, uh, with their government. Highway traffic act offenses? Absolutely. We can. Um, other offenses? It depends. Depends on the offense. Depends on the status of the person on the inside. I think for the most part, what happens is people get dealt with and then they get, uh, contact to their uh, diplomatic uh, attaché or whatever. It's, uh, they're, they're, they're people, and then things happen, and wh- whether charges are laid is beyond us. Yep, and we may even lay charges, but what happens with those charges may be dealt with in a different way. We, we still do what we do. We don't just say, oh, you did that? Don't worry about it. You have those plates. Uh, no. Uh, dipl- diplomatic immunity, I don't think, is exactly like it was in, Mich- in, in uh, what's it called? That uh, I was just thinking of that movie as well. Great movie. Um I uh, know. Uh, uh, what's the movie, guys? What's the movie? Lethal Weapon. Yes. Ha I didn't need. I didn't need to phone a friend Diplomatic after all. Diplomatic immunity <laughs> has been revoked. Yes. Uh, oh, that was. That's when he. Yeah. I think there was a pop when he revoked. Yes, it. I believe so. Yes. Uh, oh, Ryan Dow is now into the G twenty. Okay. Uh, Bad policing is caught on camera for everyone to see, yet you still deny it. Ryan, I, I appreciate that you have a bone to pick. Um, yeah, we're, we're going to move on, though. Like like I said, we don't like bad policing either. Yeah. So, But we also don't, well, yeah. And a, we change because of it. There was training as a result of that. There was a change in things. So somebody who made a call during the G20 uh, does not mean that all police are bad, does not mean that, that bad policing is part of it, but there are People who wear it when they make a mistake. Yeah. And people that did make those mistakes got held accountable for it. Yes. So, uh, Okay. Service. Okay. We got here. So I'm a service technician. Jermaine got lethal weapon. <laughs> it's, of course he would. Yeah. He's an amazing police officer who would have taken that uh, video as a training. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. So I'm a service technician and in our inspection manual, there's nothing about how far a wheel can stick out. Do you think that there should be something added in the manual about it? Um, well, a, there is a maximum width of a vehicle entirely, entirely and in, in, on the roads. Um, anything over 96 inches, I believe has to have clearance lights in mm. the front and the back has to have reflective tape. So I know most of the Jeeps that are done or off-road vehicles are done. That is never taken into consideration when they're doing that. So there's a, there's an offense there, but once you get over 101 inches wide, and I'm sorry, I don't know the metric part of it. It's too wide to be on the road. You need Period. wide, vi- wide vehicle um, permits and markers and escort vehicles and. But that's that's probably not happening for the average vehicle. Uh, but mud flaps would 
uh, fond or what is required. And it's one of those things that I've heard mechanics tell me a quarter of an inch is the maximum that's permitted. I can't find where that says that. Um, what I have found is that it needs to be covered by a fender or fender flare. And right. During inclement weather so that it does not cause any spray to go up. So uh, it's one of those things that I keep meaning to look into further and I want to make a note about it. So, uh, so I'm going to call my friends at the MTO. Tire. Kind of like you, uh, the height of vehicles. Yes. We didn't realize that there's an actual uh, legislation on the height of a headlight. From the, from the center of the headlight, there is a maximum and minimum. It can be from the ground. Yep. And that's, that. and, and that's there. So that there is there. Uh, but, and it, you can't certify. So people who are jacking up their trucks more than three inches cannot get certified unless they unjack them. <laughs> they have right. to reverse it in order to transfer ownership. And then while it's on the road, it's perceivable that an officer would read that and say that's unsafe, thus taking them off the road. So if you take the plates off and they go to recertify it again, they wouldn't pass. And mm -hmm. then- and then you have that, to make those modifications. Fun stuff or not fun? No, it's it's not. Uh, let's see here. I always heard, what is John saying? I always heard, is it true or myth that a poppy seed bagel can give a plus reading on drug tests? Oh, for, uh, I don't know if that would trigger, I, I don't think it would, but I, I, I don't know. So on a drug test, are you talking like a blood test? Or a well, poppy seed bagel, swab or we be that, that you're looking specifically for uh, what are we still looking heroin. for? Heroin, uh, and and I don't I don't know that heroin is being tested as frequently as other things because we do our tests for drugs through a drug recognition expert, not a buccal swab. I mean, American uh, police tend to have little baggies and they're testing things and changing color. That's not happening with a regular roadside officer, not from a traffic perspective. And uh, currently, we can test for. Marijuana, THC, mm -hmm. or cocaine. Uh, with a buccal swab. With a buccal swab. And that's more for our novice or commercial drivers. Mm -hmm. But you know what? We would, if you were impaired already and you ate a poppy seed bagel, could it contribute? Probably. But it's not going to make you stoned. So mm -hmm. you would obviously pass a field sobriety test and you wouldn't be even brought into the station for that. So. Your, ba you your bagel wouldn't uh, wouldn't cause issues. Enjoy your bagel. Ma mind you, I wonder if we took a lot of bagels, ground them all up, and and put them into a testing bucket. Would it would it trigger? I don't know. Uh, okay, we got so interesting. The Instagram questions aren't coming through because I see here that Liz says friends thought I was lucky to have a cop as a dad, thinking I could avoid getting tickets. Nope, dad was very careful not to get any tickets, as this does not look good on any TPS officer. Hundred percent. And Liz, thank you for sharing that. Um, and you're, and, and I'm glad I looked over cause they're not coming through the portal. So yep. I get to send a ticket to tech support. You uh, know, my kids, oh, they get a ticket. It's a bad day at the office. It's a bad day at the house. Come home to dad with a ticket. Let me see if this works. They said, switch the toggle might reset the, the, the thingamabobber. Turn it off and turn it on. Turn it off. Turn it on. And save. Let's see if it worked. Let's see. Maybe questions will start coming through again. It's doing stuff. Well, paused it over there. Hmm. Okay. It's over here that I'm curious if it starts working. Um, and we're moving again, so that, that worked. Okay. You turn advanced screen. Oh, here, okay. You turn on advanced screen versus right turn vehicles. Who has the right of way? What about multi-lane? So 
Both are responsible to ensure that you can complete the turn in safety. A right turn person who is making a right turn on a red light uh, has to ensure that they can make the com- complete their turn in safety. The person on they, the green. The person facing the red light can't enter the intersection till it is 100% absolutely safe to do so. Person on the green making a U-turn has the initial right away, but they have to be able to make their, their maneuver safely. It's one of them things where you're, you're, a U-turn is incredibly dangerous as far as I'm concerned. It is, I think, the, the cause of many collisions, even though it's legal. But it says legal when safe. That's a pretty open book that if it causes a collision, it probably wasn't safe. Yep, absolutely. So, But to bring it down to the basics, anybody facing a green signal has priority over, over the anybody the else facing a red signal. That works. Okay. Where are we talking about this? Dealer plate means they sell cars, not drugs. Good to know. I don't know what the context is of this. Uh, dealer plate. We don't give plates to drug dealers. Ah, that's a very good point. Just to signify that they're drug dealers. That, 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 it would be helpful for identifying Actually, it would. <laughs> we should maybe start issuing them. Uh, <laughs> did you take over for Officer Scott Mills? Uh, no, Scott Mills used to be at Corporate Communications. We are at Traffic Services. And although we're kind of like CorpCom light specific to traffic, yep. uh, we, are, we are not the same. We don't handle, we are very much in our bubble of traffic. Yeah, and Scott Mills, uh, unfortunately, doesn't work for the Toronto Police anymore. He retired. He did retire. He did move on. He's still doing a... Uh, Media relations, corporate uh, communications. Um, he does it for the OPP Association. Yes. Yes. Now, since the portal is not working, and and uh, we'll have to give him a shout out for you because we, we we have his deets. Uh, let's see here. What what have we got here? All these loads of questions. Even though the well, we can move over there. And we'll we'll, read a few we'll, of those. we'll stare in this direction for a few because there's lots of stuff that we have not we've not intentionally been ignoring you. Just the portal stopped working. Oh, there's lots here. Yeah, tons and tons. Actually, I'll do it like this. Um, I'm going to try and go back. Are you guys twins? <laughs> nope, not even close. Well, we were born years apart. Wait, a couple years apart. So twins would suggest we were born on the same day. Right. Minutes apart. We're seconds apart. He has slightly more hair than I do. Not by much. Not by much. It's taller than I am, that's for sure. That might be a little bit. Okay, we're going to open this in Word. <laughs> it's doing a very large cut and paste job. There we go. And are you guys twins? Okay, we're going to go do it backwards. If I have a G1 license, can I drive my riding lawnmower on the road down the street to go to the store? Can't drive your lawnmower on the road, down the street, anywhere, no matter what license you've got, ever. There you go. Uh, it's a motor vehicle. I'm getting lots of trouble for it. It's a motor vehicle that isn't, except on the road, and doesn't have the appropriate markings. Or to be, there's there's times when a tractor can be on the road, you know, in relation to if uh, it's actually it, been used as an implement of husbandry. Yes. Or road construction. Um, under license or used by the municipality that has jurisdiction over the road. Your lawn tractor? Nope. It ain't that. Not even close. <laughs> Achilles says, twins like the uh, Schwarzenegger DeVito movie. Maybe. <laughs> and, and Jermaine says, maybe not identical. Uh, <laughs> what's being done regarding the influx of e-bikes and e-scooters on sidewalks? 
Uh, you know, it's funny. In 52 Division, they have a project they've been running to do to engage those who choose to run on sidewalks to protect the public. They do education. They do some enforcement. Uh, they're pretty pretty easygoing in terms of trying to educate first. But it is a problem, and people are complaining about it. We hear about it all the time. So what's being done? Well, we're trying to educate, and we're also enforcing. Yep. But there are far too many people breaking it, those rules. It is a problem. It actually is. And it's putting people, it's putting pedestrians in danger. Mm -hmm. It's putting the uh, uh, the riders in danger as well as they go up on sidewalks and down on the road and up on sidewalks and now, through intersections. And I was watching people on them yesterday on steels. I, I was down near in, in uh, Woodbridge uh, and on the south side, the Toronto side of steels, I watched a guy in the rain just sliding. I was impressed that he was able to maintain uprightness. Those the e kick scooters are are really dangerous, especially so, in the rain. Uprightness. Mm, up. That's a new word. I'm making words. All right. Whenever, when in doubt, uh, you make your own. So Mike Fida Fida says, are fender or other device adequate to reduce the effectively reduce effectively the wheel sprayer splash of the water? Yes. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Tor Ford Taurus or Dodge Charger. I, f I don't think I fit in either of them. I would opt out. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a Dodge fan. Although I'm also not a Ford Taurus, but I got I got rug burn on my head, getting in and out of that car. Yes. I actually burnt. I, I had a like. Unfortunately, it. unfortunately, the Taurus has really, really bad head space inside there. So bigger people or not so bigger people like me have trouble getting in and out. We're taught that we. Try and keep our seating position as high as possible to get the best point of view of seeing everything around you. It's safer that way when you're driving. But when you do that, it, it's here as you're trying to get in and out. So I did. When they first were introduced, I remember taking a picture. They had a miniature keyboard and I, it was, the keyboard was smaller than my hand. Like I, I have a picture of me putting my hand directly over the entire keyboard. It was, and, I, and then my gun it was, a, I, I could not, I've driven it once and it was on the track. Outside of that, I never took a Taurus on the road. Uh, are front mount plates always going to be mandatory in Ontario? Always is a long time. I can't I predict that. I don't think they will. Really? I, there is definite benefit for having them, but they've already tried to get rid of them once just as a cost savings. Yes. And it was, it was denied. Yeah. They may try again. Now, having again been in Florida recently, all I, I, it was something that it's probably been there the entire time, and I lived there, and I never noticed this. Front end in parking, you must park everywhere nose in to parking spots, which goes against everything I do as a police officer. I always back into parking. I always spots. back in. Yep. But you're covering the one license plate that your car has, so which makes any investigating mm -hmm. officer have to get out and and look at your so that so for enforcement and all private property. All of them say the same thing, front in or nose in or front in parking. Oh, wow. Which, which makes a lot of sense. And I don't know if it's new or if I just noticed it for the first time in my whole life. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Oh, do, 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 do. Oh, somebody's calling me. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, that's the letter, Kenny, to be fair. Okay. I, I, to be fair. <laughs> that is fantastic. That's my ringtone. <laughs> what are we hearing? All right. Uh, d d d d d I'm driving back. I I'm scrolling backwards. Uh, got a ticket for not wearing a helmet on an e-bike, but the officer put my name and address totally wrong. Interesting. How would they have gotten it totally wrong? But not wearing a helmet on an e-bike is against the law. 
That's from Pizza Hater on on TikTok. So uh, if if there is a if there's an error on the ticket, some minor errors can be can be um, amended. Some can't. So to get to court. Hey, listen, you have an, you have something that you can bring up. Ryan Dow has decided to start using the HOV lane illegally. Do you have any tips to avoid getting caught? That's not my job. My job is to ticket you. And now that you have confessed to doing it intentionally, we'll just enter this into evidence whenever you go to court. Can you uh, can you put the mannequin beside you? No mannequin. I, so old story. A, many many moons ago. Well, fur, furry friends don't count. Kids do, even though if you think they're animals. But I I had a friend who rode. Friend? I yep. Okay, once in a while it happens. Uh, he rode with a uh, his motorcycle with a mannequin behind him in the HOV lane. Long flowing blonde hair on the mannequin. Yep. Um, originally pulled over because the helmet wasn't on the mannequin. So they, <laughs> that's why he got, he got stung. Uh, worked for him for a while, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah. Long time ago. Uh, let's see here. Why do we have to register three quarter ton diesel trucks if they aren't work trucks with a yellow sticker? Cause they have the ability to carry more than the 3000 kilograms. And that's why, cause they're a heavy duty truck. And if you're starting to bring, um, more weight, Onto the road, your truck has to be safe to do so. Ryan says, requiring cars to park nose first just proves that cops are lazy. <laughs> um, well, no, there, there is an element to it, and I would assume that as a taxpayer, you would appreciate that if you're going to pay someone to do a job, they should be doing it as efficiently as possible. We have cars that scan uh, license plates. And this is private parking, not not on the road, because on the road, they don't sideways, you're parallel. Uh, it's not for police. It was actually for private security and enforcement. But it would make sense that you'd want to get the best bang for your buck. So why would you make someone get out of the car every time they had to check every single car? Um, uh, Ryan, just, people should just park legally and follow the law. And in that case, follow the nose-in law. If it is law, I think it's just a sign. I, I certainly didn't notice it until after I got back to the car. So I broke it. If it was a law, I broke it. Oh, One, one for the terrible. books. Towing a recreational trailer limit over 3,000 legal uh, G license. Yeah. Uh, 4,600 kilograms is the maximum towed weight for a, uh, um, So you want to know, does Ontario require a third emergency brake? We have a trailer, uh, we have trailer brakes and chains. Dealer says third brake needed. So there must be brakes on the trailer, uh, 3,000 kilograms and above. So there we go. So if you have 3,500 pound axles, it doesn't have to be that you're actually carrying it. It has the capacity to do so. It must be, uh, must have uh, trailer brakes. Now that could be surge brakes, which is a hydraulic system. Mm -hmm. My boat trailer has that because they don't want electric brakes kind of, you know, backing in to the water. But my camper trailer has electric brakes and both wheels, both axles on my uh, camper trailer have brakes on it. I'm not, I, I borrow trailers occasionally. They have brakes on them. I know how to set them up, but I'm not a big trailer guy. I can't say that I enjoy trailering. Really? Oh, no problem at all. It's not a problem. I just don't love it. I'd rather burn less gas and not have to worry about the big thing behind me. I'm, uh, I'm lucky. I'm the guy who can back up a trailer, you know, through uh, figure eight, twist cones in yeah. tight, no problem at my, all. My buddy got the, the dial a backup thing. You put the stickers and the camera reads it out and you can dial, you can turn oh, with the, the steering wheel. one. I, I can't, I'd rather do it manually. I can't make that thing work for me. Weird. When my kids were young and they wanted to help um, with around the cottage with an ATV. 
they had to practice with a trailer and the ATV and back it around. And they weren't able to help until they were able to back up the trailer without, you know, jackknifing it and all that. So they spent time driving backwards around the cottage, and they're both really, really good at it. The best way to learn is to do. And yes, if you don't do it on a regular basis, it, it becomes more difficult. Ryan says, and this has become the Ryan Show, Ryan says, parking nose first is less safe, asinine law, and you should not support it. Well, it's not a law here, and I think it's a policy there. And I, I imagine it's enforceable because it's private property. You're, you're parking with the condition of their thing. But I don't know. I don't know what their Florida law says. And uh, um, Ryan, I, I would have to agree with you. It is safer, especially when you're backing into a private driveway, to... Occupy the road, it's yours, it's your lane, mm -hmm. stop and back in when it's safe to do so, and then pull back out again forward so you can see better. I agree. As police policy, we have to back in or we're supposed to back into every parking spot because when we leave, we may be in a rush. It's easier and faster and safer yep. to do it that way so you can get out. Um, just everything says backing in is better. I agree with you. Restrictions for G2 driver. Ramoji Wilhelm wants to know. Did I pronounce that right? I don't know. In any case, uh, G2 drivers can drive basically anywhere, anytime, but zero blood alcohol content is required. And in the first year, six, uh, two six-month periods, the first six-month period uh, between the hours of midnight and 5 a.m., you can have no more than one person under the age of 20 that is not a member of your immediate family in the vehicle. Uh, in the second six months, you go from one, two, three persons under the age of 20. Right. There are also novice driver violations as well, which are separate from the G1, G2 as well. And that's based on age only. Look which ones? Well, you have novice driver violations that are, you could have a G2 driver that is 45 years old. So, okay. And they wouldn't apply. Okay. But if you're a G2 driver under the age of 21 and under, then those restrictions would apply. I can't think of which ones they would be though. I have to look it up. All right. Now I got to learn something. Uh, yeah. For the most part, it's, it's really not a thing. Uh, that said, as a G2, and, and there, are, there are additional consequences. So if you get a ticket that has more than uh, four demerit points or more, you would get a 30-day suspension. So there's consequences uh, that are greater than that of a, uh, a G-class driver. So that's anyone in the, G, in the, in the learning system. As a, is it youth or is it just under novice? Just novice. Yeah, I think it's just novice. Okay. Uh, Malik says, has TPS considered that the low visibility stealthy traffic cars do not send the right message to the general public? Why not keep the normal design? 99% of our police cars are the normal design. Mm -hmm. And we catch an awful lot of people doing the wrong thing, even when we're out there in those. Yes. There are specific cars maybe call them stealth cars, and they're used specifically for traffic enforcement, speed enforcement, handheld device enforcement, mm -hmm. where you wouldn't be doing it if you knew the police car was there. We, we need to catch people and hold them accountable, and sometimes that means that we have to do things differently. If, uh, if people are going to continuously get away with it because whenever they see a police car, they stop it, but they're being unsafe in every other situation, we need to find ways to combat that. It's a problem major problem that people are engaged in high speed and, uh, and distracted driving. And that's really what those, those vehicles are used for. Uh, it's not to, to ding someone for five over. They're looking for people who are putting lives at risk. Yep, absolutely. So uh, is it something that, the, that sends a message? The message is we're serious about traffic safety. That's the only message that, you need to, that, that, that they need to, to transfer. 
Davin says, why do we require two plates in Ontario? However, in Quebec, it's not necessary. Every province makes their own rules. We've talked about this a little bit. Um, the basic is that two plates make it twice as easy to identify a vehicle. And we have automated plate reading technology. Uh, it'll allow us to get you coming or going as opposed to just going. And we'd like to be able to identify people for various reasons, not just enforcement. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Oh. Up there. Who's which where? Before we do that, Jermaine says, there are more vehicular homicides on our roads than actual homicides by guns, I'm assuming, not gubs. Mm -hmm. I've, never, I've never heard of a death by gub, uh, but it's true. Our, our vehicular uh, collisions resu that result in death, the, 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 the deaths as a result of collisions are as high or higher on average than that of violent crime. Which is a problem. It okay. really is. It's Innocent a, people are dying. And, and it's a problem that people get upset by the violent crime, by the criminal uh, uh, death, but they get no anger at all about the people who are dying in collisions because somehow that's acceptable. And the truth is it's not. If you had someone important to you who didn't come home one day because somebody decided to text and drive, it should be no different in terms of the anger it causes that when someone gets shot in a schoolyard or someone gets, uh, you know, shot in a, in a shopping mall, wherever someone dies, it's not okay. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. Jermaine clarifies guns. Well said. Uh, Kerm Hassan says, what do the police do when everyone's doing 10 to 20 over the speed limit? Do you just let it go? Well, I'll tell you what I do. I can't speak to what everyone does. Uh, we're generally, generally speaking, I think officers are looking for the person who's going faster. They tend to, if everyone's doing 10 over, then they're, 10, they're looking for the person going 20 over. Um, I will pull over someone who's breaking the law because you're in front of me. I don't let it go. You're not supposed to be speeding, so I'll pull you over and charge you. I guarantee you, you're getting pulled over. If you're driving up the highway and I'm driving at the speed limit in my police car, mm -hmm. and you go past me. Mm -hmm. Guarantee you. And you'll probably get a ticket. It's just funny how that works. Uh, let's see here. Jermaine says, therefore, we use various strategies to combat that, i.e. unmarked cars, Vision Zero Initiative, absolutely correct. Um, we're, we're doing what it takes to try and make our roads safer, one ticket at a time. And uh, yeah. And it, we're not doing it for us. We're, we're doing, doing it for it you. For everybody. <laughs> yes. But I've heard so many situations where people lobby the government saying, I want a speed camera in my neighborhood because people are going too fast. And then the person who asked for that speed camera gets a ticket and says, how come you're giving me a ticket? I'm the one who asked for the camera. Everyone has to follow the law. Okay, what time is it? It's, it's 11 o'clock. Let's look. I'm going to look is. to see. Would you like to read a dad joke while I look to see if there's any major big questions? These are going back to the 21st, so we got, we got a couple extra ones. All right, December 21st. Why do scuba divers roll backwards off of boats? Why? Because if they rolled forward, they'd still be in the boat. <laughs> okay, that's good. I was looking for a technical answer, but okay. Uh, December 22nd. Oh, yeah, I can't read it. It's, it's bad. Really? Okay. Yeah, moving along. Can't read it. <laughs> I have been collecting candy canes for years. They're all in mint condition. What is it? Candy canes. Collecting They're in candy. mint condition. They're mint conditions. Here's a question. We'll pause the jokes and go here. Alan got pulled over for not knowing his license was suspended, paid it right away, have court. What's going to happen? You can explain that you didn't know, but it doesn't mean very much because you ought to have known, you're deemed to have known after a certain period of time. Six days. 
So if your license has your proper address on it, you are deemed to have been served or notified uh, within six days of it being mailed out. And we do check it because we go back to the Ministry of Transport Records mm-hmm. and sometimes they'll say, um, please serve and advise, as opposed to deemed to have been served on this date, and then you'll get a charge. Yes. So keep your address up to date, and that way important stuff that comes in the mail will actually get to you. But in terms of the consequence for driving under suspension... I mean, it's entirely possible if you say, I did not realize, I did not intend to break the law, I'm really, really sorry, and I'm guilty, that they might be lenient. It's possible. So just by reading what he said there, he paid it right away. So he's already, he's not going to court. So he paid it right away and gets his driver's license back again. So which means he had previous tickets that he failed to pay for. Uh, So he should ought to have known after the 15 days that your driver's license could be suspended. I was thinking about consequences. Is it a, is, is driver under suspension even a TikTok? Is it is it not no set fine? No, driver under suspensions. Is it driver under suspension is is no set fine. Drive without a license is a set fine. Right. Because uh, it was that's what I was thinking. I was going to look at what the consequences in court. Because how do you pay? It? I guess he paid his un, unpaid fines. Right. Got his his license back again because he paid his un. So, so here's the consequence for drive under suspension. 53 sub 1 of the Highway Traffic Act says every person who drives a motor vehicle or streetcar on a highway while his or her driver's license is suspended under an act of the legislature or a regulation made thereunder is guilty of an offense and conviction is liable for first offense, a fine not less than $1,000 and not more than $5,000. Um, for any subsequent offense, a fine not less than 2000 and not more than 5000 or to an imprisonment, sorry, or to imprisonment for a term of not more than six months or to both. Very rare that that would happen, I think. The jail part. Could be. You never know. You never know. It's there. Uh, Do you know of any info on the MTO program with all the city tow trucks? Yes. We were just talking about this this morning. It starts January 1st. And the province has not given us an awful lot of information. Well, that's, that's not helpful. Nope. And I'm getting a little worried because people are going to be coming to me for, you know, answer their questions on it, and I'm not going to know. So more questions about who gets pulled over. So if everyone's going over the speed limit, one lucky person will get pulled over. Generally speaking, that's how it works. If, if, there's, if there's nobody who's a clear winner, uh, we'll pick one. Or we can pick them all. Yeah, it's possible. Can't, we, the reality is we can't pull everybody over, but we'll pull over who we can pull over. Let's go back to the tow trucks. Yes. Because that's near and dear that, to my That's heart. your thing. So the province has taken over licensing of all tow trucks and um, all the regulations that go around it. Uh, we no longer have municipal bylaws. For Starting tow. on Monday night. Wow. Monday night? Monday night. Oh, New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So, or very, very early, Tuesday morning. So, yes. Tow certificates as opposed to tow licenses. Truck certificates as opposed to truck licenses. Um, they're free right now. You can get them right now. Anybody can drive a tow truck right now because you don't need a, dr- the driver doesn't need a t- uh, certificate till July 1st of this year. Well, so everyone should go buy a tow truck? So you can go and apply and get a certificate. And if you want to drive one, go ahead. You've got it till, till July. Interesting. Yeah. Is it going to be more strict after that or less strict or So there's different new regulations in there. They're different. It's different regulations. We'll see if everybody knows them all and keeps up with them. We'll, 
it'll be a little bit of a learning curve for officers as well. Eh, we, had, you know, we had some pretty good stuff in the city of Toronto. and it's Well, we were able to regulate and protect the, the, the people in Toronto. Is that going to change or set fines or set uh, prices? or? So it's just going to be different. We're still going to do our best to protect people that have been involved in the collision so they don't get taken advantage of, so the tow bills aren't astronomical, so that they know where their vehicle's gone. We're still going to be able to do that. Good. It's just going to be a little bit different. Difference good. We change things sometimes. Sometimes a change is as good as a break. I think that's what they say. Uh, Jeremy says, sorry, Jermaine says in his experience, it's usually $2,000 fine in court for drive under suspension. Well, that's pretty good. Uh, oh, here's a good question though. Oh, so it's two part. What's the fastest someone can go over the speed limit that you guys would let slide? Uh, I think it depends largely into the actual speed limit of the area. In a 100 zone versus a 30 zone. In a 30 zone, I'm not going to let much slide. In a 100 zone, uh, you might get a couple kilometers out of me. Because I agree. Because the 30 kilometer, not, and, th- and this sort of ties into his second part. Uh, why did so many speed limit signs go down the 60 to 50 after COVID? Well, it's not, the, it's not just the sign that changed, it's the law. Uh, the speed limits were, were changed because we know that serious injury and death uh, is are often caused by pedestrians being hit by cars. And at 60, the likelihood of survival is much lower than at 50 and at 40 and at 30. So entire areas have become 30 kilometer an hour zones in the city of Toronto because, again, 30 kilometers an hour, you hit someone, they're probably going to survive. Yep. And, and I agree. They're pretty slow. 30 kilometers an hour is pretty slow. I will say this. If you get used to doing 30 kilometers an hour, it's not slow anymore. You just have to get out of the habit of going really fast. Listen, I used to go above the speed limit. I used to, uh, I remember when I first got on the job uh, as an auxiliary, as a volunteer, people said, oh, you got to go 20 over. Everyone's doing 20 over. You got to do 20 over. And for a period of time, I did do 20 over. And I, that was just what was expected. Well, I don't do that anymore, and I don't feel like I'm going slow anymore. And it's been a long time that I've been doing the speed limit, a long, long time, uh, because I don't want to be a hypocrite in telling people that they can't speed, but I can. No. Uh, even though I'm legally in a police car permitted to, that is, there's different times when, when you're going to speed and because you're eligible or not eligible, but lawfully have the authority to speed. Uh, but in a civilian car, in my own car, I don't speed. But people don't believe me. Oh, well, I've been in the car with you before. It's true. And my, and, and my kids will call me out. If the little uh, box on my uh, Waze turns red, Dad, you're speeding. I'm like, it's a kilometer. Calm down. I'm backing up. Yeah, it's it's speeding. Speeding. My kids, but my, my kids are the police in the car. All right. Uh, it's past 11, and we're going to wrap. Do we, have, do we have any other jokes? Yeah, they're not really that good. I had a look at a few of them. So this one you said you're not reading? Um, yes. Uh, let's see here. I've been collecting. Can't, no, you did that one. Yep. What did the, she- the sheep say on Christmas? Fleece Navidad. Uh, okay, now this is the 25th. What do you call a ghost that haunts your Christmas tree? The ghost of Christmas presents? As, a ghost, as opposed to the ghost of Christmas past? Mm-hmm. Of Why Christmas did Santa future? need to go to see a therapist? He didn't believe in himself? That's, that's terrible. I, that's why I didn't read them. <laughs> Like, they're not good at all. <laughs> no, but this is finally done. We're, we're done. I'm not buying another one of these. Uh, I hate negative numbers, and I will stop at nothing to avoid them. That's actually pretty good. Yes, that is good. Uh, and then we have tomorrow's joke, and we're going to read into the new year, and I can throw this thing out. I like the last one. Oh. Oh, my goodness. Listen, everybody. Oh, 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 wait. What do we have here? Uh, 
Why doesn't the province of Ontario change road, change road designs to make going fast uncomfortable instead of changing a sign we have big wide roads with a 30 kilometer an hour speed limit? Um, there's a lot of that happening as well. Cities design the roads, not so much the province uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, city roads. But engineering is a huge part of what happens. And speed they are bumps. changing them. Speed Ooh, bumps. Speed bumps everywhere. Speed bumps make it uncomfortable to go fast. It really does. There's actually a speed bump that that inflates based on you approaching at a certain speed, like it, like it, or it's a divot that slides. Down. There's some weird stuff. I was looking at emerging technology for speed control, and there's one that if you exceed a certain speed limit, it in, it will make your your ride bumpy. But if you stay under a speed limit, it will keep it smooth. I think that's really cool. Uh, a lot more expensive to manage that than just putting speed humps everywhere. But I don't. I'm not a fan of speed humps. Just all over the uncomfortable. Sorry, what? Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I will say this. Uh, if people just do the speed limit, um, it's, it's not a problem. It's, it's just, it's a matter of getting used to the fact that you're responsible for your driving. And if you're not doing the right thing, you'll be held accountable. Uh, but he goes on to say, having more narrow roads in lower speed areas would make people less likely to speed because lower speeds would feel faster. I, I think you've got something you're on to something there, but there's also, I like it, but narrow uh, roads also make more collisions. More yeah. It, it's, it, it, yeah. I, I understand why that some it. places would it's have a, done. It's a balance. Yes. It's an, it's a balancing act. Speaking of the balance, I'm out. It bounce. I'm out. Okay. We're, we're out too. Uh, everybody have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same channel. Is it same bad time, same bad channel? I don't know. Yeah. Something. Uh, the wonderful song, the traffic song. We'll see you tomorrow at 10. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely helps the traffic flow. Watch for pedestrians, look out for bikes, and don't drive like a jerk that no one likes. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely is the way to go. Put down your cell phone, nobody needs you to text and drive on the DVP. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Stop the stop signs, look both ways, then go. Seatbelt, save your life indeed. Watch your driving, don't speed. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely is the way to go. Don't drink and drive or smoke some weed because you might go to jail and not get free. It's like the song is over. <laughs> Isn't it great? Jermaine, I love it. Hey, Jermaine, when are you coming into the studio? You want to come in tomorrow? Let me know what your schedule is like. We'd like to have you uh, in before the end of the year. Then we can actually check it off and say it happened in 2023. And we'll have you back again in 2024. And that's like two years. Let me know. All right, everybody. I am off to do other things. We'll be back tomorrow at 10 a.m. Have a wonderful day. Stay safe. Drive sober. Park legally. And, uh, and have fun. Smile looks good on you.